Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Marcel Desjardins, the general manager of the Ottawa Red Blacks. I feel like you got the CFL buzz in the other day with the Nick Arbuckle trade. How did that come together? Uh, I reached out to Calgary uh, before the holidays and just touched base with Huff and you know, threw a few things around with him, and at the end of the day, we kind of uh, put it to bed over the holidays, and then just picked it up quickly afterwards. And again, the initial premise, we were both kind of on the same page, and it made sense, and we just moved forward with it. To me, when I first heard the news, all I could think about is Marcel the Silent Assassin, because of the way that you got Trevor Harris a few years ago in free agency. No one thought Ottawa was in the mix there, and you land him. And the same could be said, I feel like, for a lot of people around the CFL, maybe didn't think you were going to go with Nick Arbuckle in terms of even bringing him in via trade. So what was the genesis of it? Well, I mean, we looked at what we thought were the better potential options out there, and we felt he was our best one based on, I know the window or the, I guess the, the sample size is small, but I mean, he's he shown that he can play at a high level in this league. He certainly did it against us a couple of times. Uh, he's still a young player. He still has, you know, room to grow, and obviously we have a, a pretty adept offensive coach on our staff as our head coach, who I think will be able to develop him that much more. Did the decision to go get him get accelerated after Paul Apolis was hired? Uh, well, I mean, that's, I mean, put it this way, it's, is it something we would have done anyway, potentially, but certainly once Paul had a chance to watch him and, and felt that, you know, this was a solid option for us then yeah it, it kind of said we're all on the same page and let's move forward with this. And Paul would have seen him or gone against him obviously throughout the year too. Yeah a little bit but he wouldn't have studied him per se so he took the time to study him before the holidays and yeah we got on the same page with respect to what we feel he might be able to bring out So you get his rights for in and around a month and one of the things I was curious about because you have the new negotiating window Mm -hmm. is do you guys get to negotiate with him exclusively until February 11th or can other teams get in the mix that prior week? Other teams could get in the mix early assuming that all gets approved because that's not all final final dotted I's and T's crossed at this point. Gotcha. So the idea obviously for you guys or the next focus is going to be to try try to get 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 him is there anything that you can do? Like, can you bring our buckle yeah. to Ottawa? I mean, he's, our, he's our property, right? So we can do what we want. Like, he, he's on our roster right now. Ah, I see. So we can do what we want. So do you guys have any plans to bring him into the city? We'll do something kinda... later in the month. You know, once people, everybody's back in town, like there's a coaches convention going on. So a lot of other things for, you know, Lapo to be doing. And we want to make sure everybody's in town at the same time before we bring him in. So we'll find the right uh, window to do that. And that'll probably be later this month. So when you and Paul were studying him, or even the rest of the staff, what did you like about him? Decision making, um, you know, not making big mistakes, uh, just very efficient in everything he does, uh, and just the, the way he, he kept the team on the field. You know, he, he you know he wasn't gonna gonna do anything stupid. He was gonna. It, 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 it all made. It looked like he was a guy who knew what he was doing. And obviously, from a processing of information standpoint, you could tell he was pretty on point with that. Too. And you had already added another quarterback in Kevin Anderson that 
Paul was familiar yep. with. Yep. What does that sort of mean for the quarterback situation for you guys as a whole? Dominic Davis still under contract for one more year. So what might happen there? To be determined. I mean, we'll see if, you know, the next step is to get uh, Nick signed, uh, and then we'll make decisions after that. And then what about the rest of the roster as a whole? I would imagine top of your list now is obviously Arbuckle, but then getting ready for free agency. Are there guys that you've been negotiating with that are yours already that you want to bring back? We've been doing a little bit of that, but at the same time, we have to give you know our new coaches on both sides of the ball ample opportunity to, to evaluate our guys to, to see if they want them. I don't want to start you know I don't want to start signing guys that they don't want to to really have around because they don't think they fit what they want to do, for instance. So that's you know that's part of our process right now and so we're kind of in a holding pattern with some guys and some guys we're still talking to going back and forth um, so yeah it's not nothing's happening quickly at this point relative to that and you sort of mentioned it earlier that some of the i's and t's maybe aren't dotted or crossed but if that does go through how could that change i guess the free agency process as a whole uh, it'll be different It'll be different. The biggest thing is, you know, I mean, if you're going to put in an offer on somebody, it's a binder. So if the player chooses you as that option, so you can't scatter and do a scattered approach and make a bunch of offers because you could end up with, you know, too many guys and then you're a big, big uh, cap difficulty at that point. So you got to be pretty smart about it. And to the best of your knowledge, and I think some of the other guys have been maybe wondering this too, that if you have that offer in on February 11th at noon, does that then expire? Yes, it does. So then... So basically, what will happen is 48 hours So uh, forty-eight hours before the uh, noon on the 11th, the team that has that player's rights will know what all the other offers are and will be able to, to decide if they want to make their own offer at that point to try to sign them before free agency. Or if nothing transpires with that team, and the player doesn't choose any of those options and gets to free agency, then all the offers are no longer in effect. That could be interesting from the player's perspective because you could be staring at an offer for, like, let's just pick a number, $150,000, and maybe you go to free agency and that doesn't come back. That's right. Is that going to be tricky on your end for a similar for reason? For everybody. Again, I mean, to me, you're going to have to pick a couple of guys, maybe, that you're definitely all in on and if you get them it's a perfect scenario for you um, but if you start to do too many guys you know you could get in trouble out of you guys have I wouldn't say been huge players in free agency but you seem to get the guys that you target so how much does signing Arbuckle sort of play into that that you can set that money aside in the cap and then know what you have going forward it's a big piece for us for sure I mean it would help a lot um, and uh you know, it's it's like you said, it's the first step, but it's a big step too. I'm curious, always about this, but when you do a deal like that, how do you sort of put a value on, or sending them a third, but then if we sign them, it's a swap of first. Like, how do you go through that process? Uh, I mean, it's just, I guess, degree of reasonableness. To be honest with you, I mean, we felt giving up a third round pick was more than reasonable um, for acquiring the rights for a month, for lack of a better term. Um, you know, we have four uh, draft picks from last year coming back this year, two from Manitoba, um, uh, one from Sherbrooke, and one from Laval um, that, you know, weren't in, well, were in camp but went back to school. So we feel those guys, worst case scenario, kind of replaced that third round pick. Um, so we weren't too worried about that. And then 
you know, going from first to sixth in terms of if we sign him and flip first round picks. I mean, we've not picked at the top end of the draft a lot, and we've done okay with, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, whatever it was. Uh, so we're more than comfortable with, with drafting a little later in the first round and knowing we're still going to get a good football player. Yes, yeah, so when you put it that way, you know, a lot of people th- might have thought, well, you're kind of gambling because you're giving up a third rounder and you even get to sign him. The fact that you already are kind of filled out pretty well depth-wise for Canadians makes yeah, sense. Or, or and, if, and if for some reason we weren't comfortable with that part of it, we could still go sign, in theory, you know, the equivalent of a third-round pick in terms of, you know, a Canadian player through free agency, too. So there's different ways of filling that, the void of losing that third-round pick. For Arbuckle, what would your ideal, like, term or length be on, on the contract? Do you have an idea? I mean, usually quarterbacks would try to do three years. Uh, you know, we'll see. We haven't really talked with uh, his agents, Rob Fry, so I haven't talked a ton with Rob about any of that at this point. But, you know, I mean, I don't know what they're going to be looking at in terms of uh, the actual term or in terms of dollars. Of, you know, I have a sense of the dollars, but, uh, you know, we'll see how that plays out. I mean, I think minimum, you know, ideally is three years, but whether we get that done or not, I don't know. When you were talking with Calgary about the deal, was there an opportunity for you to talk to Nick nope. or nope. his agent before nope. that? Nope. So was that something that you felt obviously was worth it to have the opportunity to yeah, do that? Yeah, again, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, I look around the league and where are his other options going to be? There aren't going to be a lot of them if he wants to be a starter, right? I feel our scenario is just as good as anybody's in terms of who we have as our head coach and our offensive, you know, coordinator basically. Um, who, who we have uh, on our roster in terms of other players. Now, we do need to get better there, but also in terms of what we have to offer in terms of you know, our facilities, our environment on the, on the site there, uh, in terms of what the city of Ottawa has to offer. And you, know, you look at what the other option or options might be, and to me, those don't compare. There are some places you can go and be the starting quarterback and nobody in, the, in that city will know who you are. It's almost like you're going back to like U Sports NCAA and you're kind of putting on a recruiting pitch. Well, I mean, you have to a little bit, right? I mean, we, we do feel we have a lot to offer. We do. Um, but that'll be up to him and his agent and, and me, obviously, with respect to the, the contract to, to see if it makes uh, makes sense for everybody. And obviously, Paul and, and, and the coaching staff will have to be a big part of, you know, talking to him about, you know, what Paul can do for him, too, as a quarterback. The Mike Riley trade kind of came to mind for a lot of people when it happened, but have you ever been a part of a deal like that where you trade for rights in that scenario? Uh, for a quarterback, no. no. no I, don't, I don't think I've seen it, obviously, with you know a number of guys, Vernon Adams being one of them. Uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's not something I've been a part of. You've seen it. I would have never done a first-round pick or the first overall pick just to acquire his rights without any certainty. That I wouldn't have done. Mm-hmm. But a third-round pick I was more comfortable with. Well, you've been gracious with your time. We're kind of stealing you away from the meeting. So thanks a lot, Marcel. All good. All right.